Good morning, everybody. You are listening to Embracing Homemaking podcast by Leah Coleman. I am your host. And this podcast season is um, entitled or titled um, Embracing Good Food, which is good food that's new, nutritious for you, that helps your body work right, not just good tasting, although the food that I cook is good tasting. Um, I am a no, I do not like complicated meals. I don't like complicated ingredients. I like very simple, throw it together pretty quickly kind of food. If it takes even, you know, 20 minutes to put together, I, I can stand maybe 20 minutes, um, but I start to get a little irritated. So all that to say, meaning that I just, I cook very simple, but very good food. Um, and with cooking good for you food, it is real food. There isn't um, a lot of fake ingredients. Actually, we try to eliminate all fake ingredients um, as much as possible. Obviously, sometimes it's going to sneak in there. And we don't even realize it. Um, one of the challenges I have given you all um, to do is to cut out high fructose corn syrup. So that would mean checking your food labels. And um, I'm just, I hope that it's going well. I hope that you guys are trying to cut out high fructose corn syrup. I hope you are checking your food labels because high fructose corn syrup is in pretty much anything. Ketchup, barbecue sauce. Um, oh, it's in so much stuff. Pasta sauce, if you're not careful. You have to check your labels. Um, high fructose corn syrup is so bad. I've said it a couple times now and I'm saying it again. I was watching a documentary. I don't remember which one. And this doctor on there said that if he could cut out anything out of our diet, just one thing, if he had to choose one thing to cut out of our American diet, it would be high fructose corn syrup. It's that bad, everybody. It's terrible. So, um, yeah. So start reading your labels if you haven't already. That is one, one thing you can do is cutting out high fructose corn syrup. Um, I'm not suggesting that, you know, if you haven't been watching your labels and you haven't really been paying attention to what you're eating, you're just eating food like substances or whatever to fill you up. I'm not suggesting that you cold turkey just um, embrace the real food lifestyle, although that would be awesome. Just make simple changes. What is one thing you can change? One thing you can change is not allowing high fructose corn syrup into your diet. Um, what's some other things that you can change? Well, today I am going to share with you a few snack ideas that, um, that we have around here. Um, I would just like to say that when our older kids, so we have four kids, the three oldest are 16 and a no, 17 and a half. She's a senior 16. She's a sophomore. 14, he's an eighth grader. And then we had Ty seven years after Jake. And so he is seven. And so with my three older kids, I wasn't aware of nutrition and the importance of it and how it makes our bodies function. Honestly, we just ate food and food like substances. And that's what we did. And it's been a long journey of figuring out the difference between real food and food like substances. And I have a podcast on that um, earlier in this, in my episodes. So scroll through the episodes to find that one. I believe it's called real food versus food like substance or something like that. Um, so I have, I have done it all. I have 
given my older kids junk to eat, thinking that's fun. Um, and then Ty came along and he can't handle it. And that's really, really what got me started into, okay, what is in our food? Um, that really kickstarted me into paying attention more and then my health as well. Um, so all that to say, I've, I've been down the road of eating whatever is on the store shelves to now I am very, very careful about what we eat. So it, like I said in the last episode, it is not easy, meaning it takes planning. It, you will be swimming the opposite direction of pretty much everybody else in society. Um, we're such a rushed society that we rush through the drive-through. We rush to get a pizza. We rush, you know, we're just last minute microwave meals, um, frozen meals. Um, and we have lost the art of real food and making our own food. Um, so yeah, so probably one question that could be out there is what do you give your kids for snack then? Because the shelves are filled with granola bars and candy bars and, um, what pop tarts and, um, uh, everything. Um, that's super tasty. It's super easy to just go grab that stuff. So what do you feed your kids or what even yourself for snack instead? Um, and it takes some thinking. It actually just takes training. If you have not been on this, um, eating real food and being aware of what you're putting into your body, it takes, um, it, you have to train your brain I know that I have had to do that where I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat right. And then I go to the store and I forget everything because I'm going to, I just go back to my old habits um, or I would go back to my old habits and then I'd get home and I'd be like, oh shoot, I wasn't going to buy those anymore. Granola bars. Um, I'm sure that there, you know, there are good granola bars out there. So make the good cut, the good option purchase. Um, I believe kind bars are really good. Um, I would say that cliff bars are reasonable if I remember right. I haven't bought those for a long time. Um, kind bars, Lara, Lara bars. Those are amazing. Those are like three ingredient, four ingredient bars, all natural. Those are really good for you. Not always my favorite flavors. Um, there's one in there that was really, well, I think it was pumpkin pie or something. I don't know. And it, uh, yeah, it wasn't my favorite, but those Laura bars are really, really good for you. Um, really good. So there are, if you're not going to make your own, just make better options. So some of the snacks that we have here, um, I'll go through snacks that we have eaten. You know, we don't always eat it, but we have eaten it, um, or snacks that we eat regularly. We go through phases. So I'll just go through all the snacks that I can think of offhand of what we eat around our place for healthy snacks. Um, and then I will also talk about the kind of snacks that I pack Thai for snack time at school. Um, and again, he knows that he eats quite differently than other children. So, which is fine. I mean, it's just the way it is. Okay. So snacks around here, apple slices, fresh fruit is always good. Um, in the summer when we can get Colorado peaches, I was going to can the peaches and make, you know, um, peach syrup and stuff, but we ate the entire lug of peaches as snacks. 
They were so delicious. I can't wait for the next batch to come in in probably August. Um, I'll probably obviously be getting way more because we like to eat them fresh and then I like to make them into something. So fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, um, carrots. Um, Ty really likes to eat. Um, he's allergic to peanuts, so we cannot give him peanut butter, but he really likes sun butter, which is sunflower seeds made into sun butter. And so he loves apple slices with sun butter. Um, we eat raisins mixed with nuts and organic chocolate chips. Um, we eat organic granola. Um, you can eat it plain. Um, I mixed some of that up today with Fortai um, with some raisins for his snack time. Obviously no milk, so he's gonna eat it with his fingers. Um, and that's in place instead of, I didn't have any good granola bars here. And um, it's like, feels like 31 below here, literally. And so I am not going out. So I put some granola in a container and threw some raisins in there. Um, other snacks that we enjoy, um, Ty really likes sometimes they just eat oatmeal um, with honey, again, natural sugar, honey and cinnamon and some milk. Um, Toast with homemade bread is a good option or a slice of homemade bread. I highly recommend making your own bread. Just go out and buy a bread maker. It takes about maybe five minutes to throw the ingredients into the bread maker and a half a second to push on. And so you would be making yourself and your family fresh bread without preservatives. Um, my recipe calls for milk, flour, yeast, butter, sugar, which I use raw sugar, um, which is so much better than white refined sugar, or I use honey, um, salt, and that's it. Pretty simple ingredients, all good for you. I mean, the yeast, I'm learning more <clears throat> about commercialized yeast, but homemade bread is so much better for you than um, store-bought bread. Um, some other snacks that we have around here, um, Smoothies. We make real fruit smoothies, so we don't add garbage to it. Um, whatever fruit we have on hand right now, Bailey's been making a lot of, we have frozen blueberries, so blueberry and her soy milk. She prefers soy milk over regular milk. Um, and then I don't even know if she adds honey, but if you need to add a sweetener to it, add honey. Other smoothies I have made are pineapple smoothies, which is just fresh cut up pineapple with ice chunks and blend that up in your Ninja. Awesome. Um, other ones I made are with um, blueberries or blackberries or apples, bananas, spinach, kale. Um, you can add, a, you know, like a tablespoon of peanut butter, um, honey again, if you need to add a little sweetener, um, milk, um, so those are really good for you and healthy. Um, Greek yogurt is good for you. I used to buy, you know, the flavored Yoplait yogurt or whatever it was. Um, <clears throat> but there's a lot of other stuff in there that I don't want us to be putting into our bodies. And so um, buy plain Greek yogurt and add your flavor to it. Add some honey. A little bit of honey with it is delicious. Add some berries to it. You can even... Um, I've done this. It's really tasty. You don't need a lot of it because it's pretty rich, but I would take plain Greek yogurt and add um, like a spoonful of peanut butter and mix it up. It is so good. It's a, a nice little dessert or a nice little snack. 
It's cool and refreshing in the summer. If you need a little sweet, but you want it a little bit thicker, that peanut butter or almond butter, whatever you want to add to it is really good. Um, Jake sometimes makes trail mix, um, peanuts and, oh, what else was in it? Raisins. Um, you could use craisins, um, different nuts, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, so those are just some of the snacks that we have around here. Popcorn, your own homemade popcorn, not the microwave stuff. Again, trying to stay away from chemicals and preservatives. Um, so just get your own air popper and pop up some um, popcorn and add, you know, you can add coconut oil, which tastes really good. It has a little bit of sweetness or you can add butter. Um, I used to buy the kettle corn, um, topping, I guess you would call it. You shake it on there and stuff again, high fructose corn syrup. So that's out of the picture, but you can make your popcorn really good for you. So there's so many options for snacks out there. Hummus is also good with vegetables. I love, we all love hummus. It's so delicious. Tortilla chips. Um, if you look on the ingredients for tortilla chips, it's generally just corn, some kind of oil and salt, I think it is. And so that's a pretty reasonable snack with some healthy salsa. Um, I don't even, I'm not going to say that I don't buy any of the other fun chips because I did buy them for um, the game leading up to the Super Bowl. Um, I can't remember what it's called. That's why I'm not naming it, but whatever that game is that decides who's going to the Super Bowl. I did buy a lot of fun chips, um, Doritos and, um, you know, those fun flavors. And it just, it kills me. Like I can't even stand it because I know they taste good. And, um, but I know that there's so much junk in them. The, the dyes, the red dye 40 is terrible. It's out. I mean, it's not even legal in some other countries. Um, anyway, so I really, my new goal is to not ever buy those chips, like not even for a fun game. Like there it's, if my mind, my mindset is how am I feeding my body is my, is what I'm feeding my body. Is it helping it function properly? So that's my mindset. So that's what I have to ask myself. If I'm going to go buy a bag of chips that has red dye 40 in it, Hmm. Is that helping my body function or is my body going to have to fight off whatever I've just fed it? And so that also is a good way to go shopping and to reform how you purchase food. So tortilla chips, just plain tortilla chips with some good salsa. I even I believe paste picante sauce because we love that stuff. Obviously I buy it. So I'm certain there's no sugar in it. I am, I'm going to say I'm 99% certain there's no sugar in it because I wouldn't bring it into the house if there was. So, um, that's a good um, after school snack or, you know, whatever football game hummus is really good, especially homemade. Um, so those are some snack ideas. What do I send Ty to school with? Generally speaking, I will send him like today I did the granola mixed with raisins or I've done raisins with chocolate chips. Um, I try to get the organic kind. It doesn't always work. Do the best you can. Um, I have sent him carrots. He does love carrots. Um, I have sent him apple slices with sun butter. I have sent him just apple slices. If you're going to send apple slices, though, you need to um, lightly um, spritz them with some lemon juice because that keeps them from going brown. And your kids aren't probably going to eat brown apples. 
in the afternoon. So it keeps them from going brown. Uh, and Ty doesn't seem to mind the little spritz of lemon on there. So um, I've sent him fresh fruit. I have sent him a piece of coffee cake that I've made in the morning. I don't feel as good about sending that as I do sending fresh fruit or vegetables. Um, but I don't mind it as much as sending a store-bought granola bar that's not healthy um, because I know what I've put in the coffee cake, you know, so it's not filled up with junk. Um, and I have moved, I am moving away from using even raw sugar as much as I did. I'm moving more into using um, natural sweeteners like honey. Um, and I know that it's more expensive to buy that stuff, but um, you just work it into your budget, do what you can. Just make changes to what fits your budget and what you can do. I'm obviously not 100% perfect, and I know that there's so many areas that I can improve on, but if you just keep making little changes here and there, um, that's wonderful. Um, so coffee cake I have sent with him. Um, I have actually even sent him, I think, a little jelly sandwich, um, homemade jelly with homemade bread, uh, just a half a sandwich for an afternoon snack. Um, so, and then lunches are generally leftovers from the night before. I just put, I warm up their thermoses and then I warm up the food and put the food in there. So I know that they're getting good nutritious food. Um, and last night's supper was a hit for everybody and it wasn't even a recipe. It was just some stuff I threw together. I had some pork roast left and I had thought out some um, frozen chicken broth. And so I put that all in a big pot and then I added, um, frozen green beans and frozen broccoli chopped up and some frozen corn that I had frozen, um, a couple years ago and it, and I seasoned it with sea salt, pepper, garlic powder, and onion powder. It was amazing. And Ty was even excited to have it for lunch today. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that lunch. Um, lots of nutrition in there and the pork is obviously homegrown here. It's our pork. And, um, so yeah, so those are just some ideas um, to get you going on shifting to healthier snacks. Um, if if you are not, um, you know, if you are one like I used to be where you just buy whatever the store is selling because it must be good for you, why would they sell it if it's not? Ha ha. Um, your kids might fight you on the new way to eat. So one option to do is to just sit down and talk to them and be like, okay, we're going to be shifting into healthier eating, which I have had that conversation with my kids before. Um, and now that I'm pretty consistent, like it, I'm actually pretty darn consistent on it. I don't have to have that conversation of like, okay, we're going to try it again. Um, we just, that's just how we eat. So you can have that conversation with them or, it may go over better. I don't know how your kids are or how your family is, but it may go over better if you just do it and not tell them because, you know, sometimes they can make it up in their mind that, oh my word, I'm never going to eat Doritos again. And that's not really the case. Right. And so, um, because they, they'll get it somewhere. Right. I just figure my kids are getting enough of that, um, fun quote food elsewhere. They don't, I don't need to provide it here at the house. So <clears throat> just maybe they'll freak out too much if you have that conversation with them. So maybe just start incorporating, Oh mom, we're having fresh apple slices for snack. That's new. Yeah. It's not great. I just thought that they would be fun. You know, maybe try something like that. 
Um, I know when I started doing this, my kids were like, oh my goodness, I can't believe, it. especially Jake, because um, boys like to eat a lot. So it might, you know, it might just be a little battle, but just battle through it and just do what you can, change what you can, where you can and how you can. Um, I also want to touch on um, what do I do? A question you guys might ask is what do you do with Halloween then? Halloween trick-or-treating and Valentine's parties with a bunch of candy. That's a great question. Um, what we do, obviously the older kids, like I've said before, I don't sit there and monitor everything they eat because number one, that would be weird because they're, you know, high schoolers and upper junior high. Um, but they, and, and plus they already know how junky they feel if they eat junk. So if they eat junk and they feel like junk, I'm like, well, what did you expect to happen? Cause you know, it's going to happen. You're going to feel garbage. So I don't even really talk. I don't talk to them about it because, um, that's their deal. They're old enough. They know. They they always know. Even Jake, he'll be like, I ate too much yesterday um, when we were out and about. So anyway, but what do I do with Ty? Um, for Halloween, we go trick-or-treating. It's so much fun. I think a lot of the fun is just getting the candy. Um, and so we get it and we might let him have a couple pieces. I don't even think we let him have more than four four, maybe it was three this last year. And then we just put it in a bag and put it up into the pantry. Um, and then, so that's how we handle Halloween. And, you know, Jason might rate it here and there because once in a while he needs a sweet fix. Um, and then for Valentine, since that just occurred, um, he, he got, some treats at school while he was there. Obviously I didn't expect him not to because it's a fun party. So I figure hmm, that's good enough. And so he came home and he was showing me his stuff and he got this fun dip thing candy. You know what I'm talking about? I loved him when I was a kid. I don't know why they're disgusting. Um, where you have that little white dipstick that's made of, I don't know what kind of candy it is Ugh. and you lick it and then you stick it in the sugary, um, pocket next to it. So he was pretty excited about a fun dip. And so he really, really wanted to eat that fun dip. Hmm. So do I give him the fun dip? No, I don't. I said, okay, that's fine. But after supper, you can have one lick to get your stick wet and you can dip it one time into the little sugar packet. And that's all he got. I am not kidding. And he was fine with that. And, um, I think, the next day he may have asked for more. And if I remember right, Jason had gotten ice cream. This is why I'm saying I'm not, we're not perfect here. Um, Jason wanted ice cream. It was going to be a really, really cold weekend. So we got some ice cream before the real cold hit. And um, I think Ty had had some ice cream. And so the fun dip was no. So, that's how we handle it. We're like, just like if we go out, um, you know, our bank doesn't do this anymore. They used to hand out suckers and maybe they do. And I just haven't noticed. Um, 
but they always knew when Ty was little and he didn't go to school yet, he would come with me and I'd be like, no, I'm sorry. He doesn't eat suckers. And so they started carrying little crackers for him, which was so nice. Um, but anyway, if you go somewhere and you get those little dum-dum suckers, I, if I let Ty have any, it's one or two licks. That's it. So, and you know what? They don't even remember in a day. By the end of the day, they've pretty much forgotten about the candy you got at Halloween or the candy they got for Valentine's um, or the sucker they got at the store, wherever you're going. They don't even remember it. And then you don't have to worry about it. It's not a fight. If they just already know, you know, no, we don't eat suckers. Like, oh, I see kids eat suckers and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a, you're, oh dear. I know what happens when Ty eats them. It's bad. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, so anyway, that's how we handle those special treats overloads that they bring home from Halloween or Valentine's parties or um, wherever, wherever you get at parades. Um, we just have fun collecting it. And he talks about all the ones he's excited about. We might let him have a piece or two from Halloween and then it's, we're done. Like he got for Christmas, he had asked Santa for a big candy cane and by big, just the normal size candy cane. And so Santa brought him a candy cane and there is still a little bit more than half of it left and he's not going to finish it. He doesn't even remember about it. Um, and the only reason why half of it is gone is because he snuck some when I wasn't in the room because otherwise it was, yep, you can have two licks and, um, I was upstairs for a little bit longer and he had snuck some bites. So I was like, great. So anyway, those are just some ideas. I encourage you to, again, check your food labels, get rid of stuff. Don't buy stuff that has high fructose corn syrup. Check your ketchup, your mustard, your barbecue sauces. Check everything because most everything has high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup. Um, yeah, it's every in everything. Um, check those, make small changes to your snacks with your kids and your family and yourself just for yourself. Um, the first week is probably going to be rather torturous if you're used to getting, you know, um, your favorite coffee drink every morning, it might be a little, it's going to be frustrating. I'll just tell you that. It's just going to be frustrating. It's going to be disappointing because you have your favorites and you have your comfort things that you just look forward to. Like you've had a rough day, so you go get your favorite candy bar. Well, swap it for something else. Swap it for a healthier bar, a Lara bar or a Cliff bar. Just make some small changes um, and, and just battle through your family's um, hesitancy to do this because it is for everyone's better health to do this stuff. So yeah, that's what I'm encouraging you this week to just keep moving on, keep making small changes. And if your mindset is when you look at whatever you're going to buy or whatever you're going to eat, is this going to help my body function better and fight off infection better? Or is my body going to have to actually fight whatever I'm consuming because it's not food that will change the way you shop and the way you eat and the way you purchase. So have a great week, everybody and embrace good for you food.